Welcome to the Poultry Boys Podcast with Tola Macontola. Hey, how's everyone doing? Hope you're well. Wow, I don't know what to think of myself to be honest. I think for over a week now, the news has been fixated on what's been going on in Morocco and Libya. I believe, you know, there's a there's a flood in. In one of those countries, and there's an earthquake in the other. And for the life of me, I don't know which is which. I know there's been a lot of lives lost, um, a lot of people missing. Um, <clears throat> but for some reason that I can't quite get my head around, it's only been maybe. Over the last two days, that I've actually decided to pay attention. Maybe because they they keep talking about it. Um, but for some reason, when the news came on, not because I didn't care, not because I was happy about it. Obviously, I'm not sadistic. But and this is not an original thought. I mean. There's so much bad news every day that I guess I think it's going to the point where we're so saturated with information that we're numb to it. When we're numb to anything that's remotely heart wrenching. <clears throat> Sorry about my cough. I've, I was actually cleaning today. I was, you know, I was being productive. And I mixed. <laughs> I didn't mix anything that I thought was potentially toxic, but maybe we have a bottle of bleach that's quite old. And I poured it into the bath, and I started to wash the bath, and the fumes went into my lungs, and it's been like an hour now I've been coughing. So I'm. I don't expect you to care. I mean that. <laughs> I mean that's that's the whole point, right? People are suffering in Morocco and Libya due to the floodings, earthquakes, and I'm not sure anyone really cares. So why would anyone care about my cough? Well, I mean, who cares, right? It's logical. It's like on the scale of one to ten, you could say what's going on in North Africa is on the scale of ten, and my cough is maybe a two. Is it that important? I don't know. Yeah, so the likelihood that anyone's gonna even process what I'm talking about right now is it's minimal, unless I'm wrong. I don't know how these things work, but yeah, I I don't know what to make of myself. Like I said, it's not really an original thought, but I feel numb to what's going on, and that's not good. Because I know that if I was suffering, I would want others to. I think I would benefit from compassion. I would benefit from from compassion, you know. Just even the thing about it is that even when people go thoughts and prayers, our thoughts are with you. They're thinking of you. That means something. But because we've become so cynical. Those words are now empty. 
people go, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Is that all you can say? Social media, hashtag, blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, it's better than being silent. You know, if I was in Morocco and I turned on my Instagram and someone from Devon in the UK went, oh, well, I'm thinking of the people in Morocco. That's not empty, is it? I mean, you could be cynical and say it is, but at least I'll go, they haven't, they haven't shot their emotions off regarding what I'm going through. So yeah, um, I don't think I'm a terrible person. I just think I'm a victim. (laughs) I'm a victim of oversaturation of news content. And, uh, And I do want to do something about it. I think there is a solution, which is to, um, Okay, so step one. Here's what I'm going to do. Step one, I'm going to fill my sink with hot water. I'm going to clog it. And step two, I'm going to put my phone in it. (laughs) And I'm going to leave it there until... No, no, no. So here's what... So step two, I'm going to make sure my phone is on. It's always on, but I'll make sure it's on. Fully charged. I'll put on the BBC app and make sure it's facing it's facing upward. Then I would gently place my phone into the boiling hot water. Again, make sure it's upward. And I'll kinda stare at it, you know, as it's sinking slowly down to the down to the bottom of the sink and I'll just wait as you know the lady of nice hair is breaking bad news to the world her mouth is moving 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 and I just watch until the screen glows black <sighs> that is my solution to oversaturation obviously Apple have tried to help <laughs> they haven't, but they've put this, uh, it's been a few years now. You can monitor how many hours you've spent on your phone per week. And evident, apparently that's meant to help you um, moderate your be- your behavior, your, your online activities. <clears throat> it doesn't. I go, oh gosh, I spent seven hours. That's terrible. I'm probably going to spend more next week. That's the way my mind works. Maybe a little less next time, but I'm not going to do anything actively to use Instagram less or TikTok less or write less or, you know, use WhatsApp less. Although you can't avoid WhatsApp, you know, you get a message from someone that you can't stand. You just ignore it, (coughs) you know. One thing that amuses me is, you know, when I travel and, you know, let's say you're on a crowded train or whatever and someone brings out their phone and they, <laughs> and the apps, each app, let's say, let's take three, WhatsApp, Instagram, maybe a dating app, let's say Tinder, you know, each of those apps have multiple 
on red messages you know there's the red bubble that says like 29 on red messages on whatsapp these are usually women by the way men tend to be desperate uh instagram let's say 30 tinder 192 right so that just amuses me it's like you're always on your phone i'm speaking specifically to women I don't want an answer. I'm just, I'm just talking crap as usual. Um, are you ignoring all those messages, or you just don't have time? Well, it's obviously you have time because you, you're on your phone right now. You, you know, you're flipping through. You're, you're, you're trying to avoid eye contact on the train. I get it. So you're on your, you're on your phone, flipping through the apps. You're not really doing anything except avoiding eye contact. Meanwhile, you have all those unread messages on your phone. What is the objective? What are you trying to prove? I imagine that a lot of people are trying to say to silently, the unspoken reasoning, I believe, is that people feel that when someone like myself sees that, I go, this person is super important. And they're also, and that, that's validated by the fact that they cannot find the time to answer to all these people who are desperate for their attention. That's what that says to me. And it doesn't. It just says that you're a narcissist and... <clears throat> I don't know. I like I would actually like an answer. You know, I'm curious. I know a lot of those... Like, let's say Tinder. I'm sure a lot of those are just jerks saying all kinds of crap towards you. Yeah, but just check it delete it you know you don't just <laughs> accumulate i mean it's kind of weird i think it's kind of weird but yeah um thinking deeply deeply about those who are in morocco and libya um it's terrible it's sad it's life um, hope they get the help that they need. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. I, th I th it, it just took me so long to care. Not, not <laughs> that, that sounds wrong. It, 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 it took me so long to actually decide to pay attention. And that's problematic. That's problematic. Admittedly. Um... I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Um, is singing a talent? I'm, I'm not sure it is anymore. And, here, and here's why I say that. Um, I can't think of one singer that I listen to because of their wonderful singing ability. Right. Starting with Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan doesn't have a beautiful voice. I mean, I love his voice because it's different and it's edgy and all that. But not because it's, he sounds like an angel, right? Uh, the only two, I would say two musicians. No, I'll say three. Let's say three. That in history <laughs> that I can think of that I've gotten. That voice is amazing. 
I'll say uh, Marvin Gaye, uh, Celine Dion, and Whitney Houston. Their voices are otherworldly. So, yeah, singing is a talent, but I don't think people put as much... I don't think it warrants as much value as it used to. You know, that's why people don't really watch talent shows anymore. It's like, yeah, you can sing nicely. It's like, who cares? People are... Which is... I don't know what to make of that. People... At least, well, I'm more focused on lyrics and instrumentals, personality. You know, I think if you have those, if you have those three, then you can be successful as a musical artist. You know, if you think of the great rock bands, you know, there weren't um, incredible singers. There were great singers, but. It was more about, you know, the lyrics, maybe the guitar solo, the riffs. There was just an app. There was, it was an experience. It wasn't about, oh my gosh, he sings. You know, it's not that. I think singing is a talent if it's, if it offers something original. Like those three folks I mentioned. Except for those, outside of those three I mentioned who were just otherworldly. I can think of folks like maybe Rihanna. Like I like her voice because it's just different. It's not angelic. It's just unique, uniquely hers. And she, you know, she's great at that, you know. Um, the lead singer of the Bee Gees, a very unique voice. Um, I should know his name, but I don't. Can't remember it at the moment, but his voice is very unique, very, very unique. Um, so if that's what singing is, or if that's what singing ought to be, then I'm I'm in line with that. Otherwise, I'm not going to say in front of the X Factor or number of this other terrible TV shows trying to gauge how well you sing it's like i don't care it's like unless it's different unless it's unique uniquely yours and it's executed in a particular way you know in line with you know something fantastic lyrically instrumentally then um i I don't care i really don't so to answer my question singing is not a talent i care about and that sounds <laughs> that sounds outrageous, but not. I mean, it's not just me, right? I think about it. Like the most popular genre is rap, right? I mean, modern day rap is atrocious. It's just awful, 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 awful. And I'm not saying that on a generational front. I'm saying that from speaking objectively and speaking from a perspective of taste and quality. I don't care whether you're 20, 19, 18. I don't care if you're 42 or 92. Something's just... Again, if you're talking about lyrics, you're thinking about personality, you're thinking about just quality, you can see effort. You may not necessarily like 
a particular genre of music or a particular sound or the content, but you can gauge effort. I think anyone can always gauge effort. Like, okay, I don't really like that, but that must be hard to do. Or I can see that. I can see why people might like that. I don't see why anyone would like modern day rap. I'm. It's just the mumble shit. It's it's awful. It's awful. It's it kills my sense of meaning. <laughs> um. So yeah. Well, yeah, um, generally speaking, up until recently, rap was the most popular genre in the world. And it wasn't about singing. It was about, you know, it was about having fun, actually. Having fun. You know, you had Kendrick Lamar, who's quite poetic and um, highly skilled as a lyricist and a rhymist, rhymist. Yeah, it's a very, very tight dude. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. We have a guest. What's going on? Looking for batteries. You're looking for batteries. Okay. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks. Ciao. Ciao. So yeah, um, okay. On that note, do I have anything else to talk about? Oh, let's see. Ah, so I've got this DVD. It's called Searching for S- Searching for Sugar Man. And here are the I got it on DVD because I still like to buy DVDs. Don't ask me why. I have my specific reasons. That I'm not going to share. Um, boom, boom, boom. Here are the comments or the reviews so the greatest documentary ever made wow that's that's quite a bold statement astonishing someone else says see it which isn't (laughs) it's very lazy but okay i bought it so i'm gonna see it thank you uplifting and unforgettable it's not original but i'll take it terrific uh, is that it? Okay. Fascinating, a must-see. It's better than terrible. Heartwarming, superb, extraordinarily moving. Extraordinarily moving. Wow, that, that speaks volumes. Life-affirming. I like that. That's that's a more thought-through statement. Two words, life-affirming. Who doesn't want to watch something that's life-affirming? So yeah, it was my dad that pointed this out to me. He was like, yo, you got to watch this. (laughs) He didn't say yo, but he said, yeah, I should try to find the time to watch this. That's the greatest documentary that he's ever watched. So if he says it, then it's probably true. Um... So yeah, I'm going to watch this and oh yeah, oh gosh, what's happening next week? I'm trying to figure out when I'll be able to record next. No, I record next week, I record next week. I may not be able to record the week after because um, I'm away. 
But yeah, um, have a have a oh shit, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Anyway, have a great week. Thank you for listening. Um, Scooby Luda.